0: Poppert has had a golf club in his hands since he was a tiny kid. The game is part of his psyche and the way he plays his golf helps him to press on and meet life's challenges eye to eye. When a golf club fits in your hands so well growing up it's natural to think about your potential and today Kip has a serious aim to play on the European Tour. This may seem slightly against the odds at first hearing given the physical challenges Kip has faced. He lives with a form of cerebral palsy. But talk to the 23 year old from Kent for any length of time and he shows the personal drive that makes you think, why not? Kip lost much of his teenage years due to multiple surgeries and procedures on his legs and feet. The current count is nine of these. In his school years, there was a lot of falling down and picking himself up again, literally. There were a few cruel remarks from some classmates, but he also made the firmest of friends and Kip today has clearly developed a highly positive mindset, much encouraged by his parents, who are both doctors. In short, he says, every day, he is able to tell himself to press on. And his technique is there. Playing with a compact but rhythmical swing and a fine all-round game this August in 2021, he shot a stunning bogey-free six-under-par round at the Fairmont St. Andrews to win the Edgar Hero Open, which was allied to the European Tours Hero Open. This victory would propel Kip to the number one spot on the world ranking for golfers with disability, a landmark win cheered by all his friends and his nearby wilderness golf club. Suddenly, people were talking about Kip puppet Meanwhile, his relative recent discovery of a whole other group of Edgar golfers with disability, who can each play seriously good golf, has also made its mark on Kip. His Edgar Hero Open victory found him being interviewed by The Guardian newspaper and Sky Sports TV. Here he proved an articulate advocate for inclusive golf, from talking about a wish to see golf in the Paralympics, to the game's potential to encourage more people with disability to try the game And enjoy its health and social benefits. Kip was born with cerebral palsy, a form of spastic diplegia, which impairs the muscular movement in his legs.
1: So I was born, um, I think it was ten weeks premature, Um, and so a part of, from what my parents tell me, a part of um, a little bit of oxygen didn't get to the back of my brain, and so it didn't it didn't um, develop properly, and so this meant that. Basically, I've got something called cerebral palsy and the specific form is called spastic Mm diplegia. The spastic in the name means it comes from the spasticity of the muscles. So basically, my muscles in my lower half are very toned and very tight, so um, very contracted. Um, So obviously, it means that mobility is an issue. I was (laughs) so fortunate to have two parents that are doctors because since day one, they've told me I could do whatever I wanted. (laughs) Yeah. to my dad's a surgeon, he's a urologist. So he's, he obviously knows, growing up, he knew doctors that were specialised in children with cerebral palsy, I guess.
0: Through these difficult early years, Kip's parents, Richard and Lindsay, enjoyed great support and advice from medical expert friends. And apart from the surgery, the constant stretching exercises all through his life, including being encouraged by his teachers at junior school, having played a key role in ensuring that he can reach... His potential mobility-wise. The surgeries included two highly complex ones to completely restructure his right foot in 2016 and then his left foot in 2018. These took him away from his beloved golf course for months at a time but on the flip side they played a great part in allowing Kip to find more mobility, strength and balance in his swing. But it all meant lost time as a boy missing out with friends too often. Kip can clearly remember finishing his GCSEs at 16, and then the day after his birthday having his foot surgery that put him four months inside at home in the summer, while all his mates were out enjoying the sunshine playing golf and cricket. An early family story of another type of exclusion came when he wasn't picked for a junior football team.
1: The school gave the reason that they didn't want me to get hurt, and I remember being in that football group, and then the moment the team was picked, they all went to this match, their first match, and I didn't go, and it just felt a bit isolated. I mean that was the first time I sort of felt excluded in a way, but more just for, I don't know why, I don't know if it's just something that I was not born with, but something that was instilled in my parents, is more, it wasn't like a gutting feeling, it was more of, right, let's sort this out, do everything I can to make the team more, Just not have this feeling again, and it it drives you. Other people have stopped you doing what you want to do. to Prove to them and to prove to yourself that you can.
0: While there were tough moments for him in primary school, Kip's bright and talkative nature and the skill and effort he showed in sport meant that he was valued by a core group of good friends. Joe Irvin, the school's top player in everything, gave Kip the respect on the football field he deserved by always trying to beat him in the tackle. Kip describes him as his best mate, and although Joe never took it easy on him, he was always the first to pick him up when he fell down. The pair have remained close friends to this day. Kip was single-minded in work too at Bethany School, and thanks to teachers, Miss Harper, Mr Norman, Mr Can, for being inspirational figures in his learning, Miss Harper would allow him to be in the classroom at 6am every day to sketch out his revision, on the whiteboard before breakfast. This drive has helped him to reach a golf handicap of plus four point one. If a future on the European Tour is Plan A, and he is well aware how challenging that goal is, Kip has already worked hard to lay out a possible good Plan B. He's a former RNA Foundation scholar, and last summer he completed the Applied Golf Management Studies program with the PGA of Birmingham University with a healthy 2.1 grade. The love of his mum and dad and his siblings has played a big part in all of this, including mutual support with sister Sky, age 21, who is a physiotherapist, and Mitzi, 15, who's aiming for the West End. And of course, younger brother Cole, 18, a talented artist who has just started at the University of Art in London. But there's also a special mantra that is well used across the whole family. None more so than by Kip. His paternal grandfather, John, would say, press on independently or press on for short. Kip says this has really stuck with him and he repeats it in his head all the time. So, foot sore on the golf course? Press on. Win an event? Press on. Bad result? Press on. Major operation? press on. This allows Kip to work towards the bigger picture and he always starts the day pressing on. He must find the courage as he needs to continue working hard to be able to walk longer courses by foot without the fatigue that would impact on his performance rather than using a buggy. This continues to be a challenge but Kip believes one he might conquer.
1: So having to start again, it definitely makes you resilient. It is a powerful force being at a disadvantage at the start. You learn that you have to work hard to achieve what you want, be it just getting out of bed in the morning and walking to the shower with your muscles tight. It has that. I think it gives you that drive and that work ethic that you can put into whatever you want to in life. Just because you've got cerebral palsy doesn't mean you can't achieve anything you want to. It just means you've got to find your way of doing it, Which and when you do find that way, and when you do come through the setbacks, you're just going to be a more dominant force when you achieve it, and more, and mainly more dominant mentally.
0: There are family stories of Kip sitting on his father's knee as a baby, gazing together at a video film about the great Bobby Jones and watching his swing.
1: So when I started walking about three or four, I, the first thing I did was swing a golf club because that's just I think as a baby you you know absorb everything. I just. I, for some reason, I could just do it. To be honest, my swing, I've seen pictures recently and it's a bit better at impact than it is now.
0: Father and his other grandfather, Ian, took three-year-old Kip to the Open at Royal Lytham and St Anne's Golf Club in 2001. On a practice day, with Kip happily chipping a ball with his sand wedge on toddler's legs, a passing BBC camera crew asked if they could film the youngster, who ended up as part of a short montage on golf's past, present and perhaps future champions as seen on national television before live play. Starring in this clip with Tiger Woods was a promising start. Kip began to realise in his teens that the individual challenge of golf was perhaps more practical than continuing competitively in the team games he enjoyed with his friends.
1: There's no better feeling than like when you've been in bed for two months where yeah. I can't walk and you're just, you're just hitting a putt. It just feels amazing. Yeah, stuff you take for granted and just playing golf with my dad I guess and I love that I love how golf you can you don't need anyone um, to practice with but the biggest thing for me is you can't be good because of other people and you can't be bad because of other people it's all down to you it's basic determination I've got I've always had I've always wanted to better myself and as I say golf's just what I measured it on
0: Kip joined Wilderness Golf Club as a junior aged 11 and he hasn't looked back He's full of praise for everyone at the club. As a boy in the clubhouse, he would keep seeing a name, Richard Partridge. He was on every honours board. He'd learn he is a legend of Kent and English amateur golf, and he started to picture his own name joining on the boards. Kip achieved this daydream in 2019 while actually playing in the same group as Richard, making five birdies in seven holes to help get his name up there. He was first coached properly as a boy by Matt Newman, and then his coach was Howard Bonacorsi, a wise Scotsman who works out of the Kent Golf Academy. Though they've recently gone their separate ways, Kip says he has Howard's straightforward guidance in his head every time he plays. This summer, Kip has been pleased with progress, reaching the semi-final of the Kent Amateur for the second year in a row. This August, he finished 22nd in the Brabazon, and 15th in the Irish Amateur Open Championship and in neither event did he bring his best stuff as he calls it. So he feels more confident about what he might do when he has a good run at these events in 2022. So plan A is still on. Meanwhile in 2019 he happened to see an Edgar event on TV in Scotland and he was suddenly drawn to other golfing opportunities.
1: I was watching on, the, on Sky Sports, the Scottish Open, and that was the first time I, I remember just watching and, th- and just you know, did not expect it at all. And then you just see people striping shots with one arm. Or, you know, and I just thought that is the coolest thing. But also just, oh, maybe that's something I can get into. And probably a lot like a lot of the other um, disability athletes, they probably
0: didn't, growing up initially, didn't realise that there was other people like them. As a result, he entered the end-of-year Edgar event in the Algarve, Portugal, and he was amazed by the experience. Kip said he was blown away by seeing a one-armed golfer on the practice range hitting control draws with a mid-iron. And he was then welcomed as part of the gang when he played with two fine Edgar players, Adam Wabi of Belgium, who also has cerebral palsy, and Jiri Jandra of the Czech Republic.
1: Growing up in in sort of school and uni, as I say, there's always that inkling in your mind, and I guess as saying everyone else's that uh, he can't be a good golfer, he can't be a good sportsman or something because of his disability and being judged before I got a chance. And that was the beauty of the Algarve event is, everyone's been through that, so they know to be kind and accepting of everyone. It just felt like it felt like somewhere that I belonged in a way. It was just nice to be in an environment where you're with other people that have been through setbacks, used golf to help them. And I think that was because, I mean, I'm a big, big advocate for golf. I think, Jim, in my eyes, there's nothing better, but in a way I'm a bit biased. It's the powerful thing with anyone with a setback to have a goal, be it play tennis, play football, be a musician or Gene, just something to focus your energy on.
0: The Algarve event made Kip look at the WR4GD, the World Ranking for Golfers with Disability, and envisage his name near the top of the ranking, but he knew it would be a real challenge to get there. By 2021, he'd risen to world number 26 after good form, which saw him win the English Open for the golfers with disability earlier in the summer. Then came the landmark win in Scotland in the Edgar Hero Open, which saw Kip rise to number one in the ranking following that spectacular 66. His faultless round included a memorable birdie, birdie finish on the challenging course setup, which eight qualifying GEG players shared with the stars of the European Tour in this linked event, courtesy of everyone at the European Tour. Kip clearly relishes the physical and mental struggle that is seeing him be the best he can possibly be.
1: There's beauty in the struggle, I guess. For me, the tip I would give is never, never let anyone else set set your goals for you yeah. you never let anyone else limit what you can achieve um and it's cliche and you, and you speak to lots of people and they always say that but i think maybe that is the actually the fact if you listen to every successful person that's ever achieved anything be it in business in medicine in school um as professional athletes the one tip is always you can be what you want to be and i think they're they're where they are maybe not because of how talented they were or because of anything else other than the fact they were the kid that didn't give up.
0: Looking ahead, he has set his sights on the famous amateur championships in the UK, the proving ground for many of the game's great players, and also playing smaller professional events as an amateur. Kip will then consider turning professional in late 2022, aiming his sights on the European Tours qualifying school. It is only in the last two years that he's been able to fully focus on golf free from time-consuming medical procedures. Can he now make plan A work? Well, press on.
1: Well, Kip, you are the winner of the Edgar Hero Open. How are you feeling? Yeah, pretty good. I mean, yeah, uh, that was. Yeah, I. I don't really. Uh, speechless. <laughs>